This is Dave Brown, and welcome to the Frontline Freedom Adventure Therapy Podcast. As an adventure therapy nonprofit organization, we cater to frontline workers, especially those in the public safety and healthcare sectors. On this podcast, we cover relevant topics to public safety and our frontline workers' overall health by exploring the mental health benefits gained through outdoor recreation, leadership development, and self-improvement. If you have a story you'd like to share, send us an email at podcast at frontlinefreedom.org. If you're looking for more information about Frontline Freedom Adventure Therapy Trips, check out our website at www.frontlinefreedom.org. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Dave. I've got Josh with me, and our guest today is Rocky Heist. Thanks for coming, Rocky. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about uh, hobbies and you know, kind of things that bring us peace in life. And, you know, we, we talk about hobbies and how beneficial they are to our mental health and kind of keep us on an even keel and give us a healthy outlet that's not, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, things like that that we don't want to do, right? <laughs> I know we laugh, but the reality is we all know people who kind of go down that path. And, and I think it's important that, you know, especially as, as frontline workers, we all have those hobbies that kind of even us out. And, and in your case, um, it's perfect for frontline because you're you're an avid backpacker, right? Right, right. Yeah. And now how, how well, I guess before we go down that path of, of backpacking, give us a little bit about your background and, and what makes you, you. So I, I grew up in a little country town in southeastern Ohio. And ever since I was a kid, I've been in scouts with my, my dad and my brothers, and just being in the outdoors is one of the most uh, peaceful things that, that I've experienced. Um, as I grew older, I've been in law enforcement now uh, with three, three years with one agency and then going on 19 with the agency I'm with now, and backpacking is a, um, it's, uh, it's therapy is what it is. And now with my children being older, I'm able to, to take them with me while backpacking. And, and it's, uh, it's not only good for me, but now I have an opportunity to share that time with my family. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So you, you got into backpacking essentially through uh, like this, the scouting side of it then I'm assuming or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, I, got, I got bit by the backpacking bug when I was in scouts as a kid. Okay, how, about how old were you when that? when you started backpacking? 13, 13, 14. I was on my first backpacking trip at scout camp, and uh, ever since I've kind of fallen in love with it. Sure. What what kind of drew you into the, the backpacking lifestyle? Because it's not a normal, you know, especially in this age uh, of soft people where we get to live in air conditioning and heat year-round. It, it's not a normal thing to say, you know what, I want to abandon all that and live in the woods like a homeless person for a few days. Uh, so what was it about backpacking, even as an early age, that kind of drew you in? I, I almost think that it um, it has to do with the challenge in it. Um, like I see it as kind of a personal challenge. If if I go backpacking, I'm like I'll I'll do these many miles, and that's my own personal challenge. That's the hill, like pardon the pun, but that's that's the hill I'm going to climb. Yeah. Now, when you started out backpacking, did you um, did you run out get all the gear, or was it like a gradual thing that you got over time, or how, how did that work? It was definitely a gradual thing. Uh, my first backpack was uh, a backpack my dad bought for me from a, a yard sale, and uh, every time I went on a trip, it was like, oh, here, this is something that I need, or this would be a, a, a definitely a, a good piece of kit to have, and uh, you, it's kind of a trial and error 
kind of thing where you <laughs> you you go on a trip hey i'm learning something new i'm going on another trip yep i, I need to add something to this right. so yeah i learned that with you yeah we did like 35 miles and i walked the soles of my feet off <laughs> i had to borrow all rocky's duct tape to tape my feet back on my feet but you learned something out of it, right? Yeah, I've never worn those boots ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, we were talking um, yesterday about that the crossing there at the Georgia line, right? Yeah. Where all the where all the shoes are there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's an amazing thing where you, you do learn a little bit each day. It's a challenge, but yeah. you got to recognize your weaknesses at some point and improve <laughs> upon them, I guess. And that's the humbling part of backpacking, right? Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that that aspect of humility is uh, is uh, it's healthy. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a healthy humility yeah yeah because you you can't you can't just go out and just hike the entire Appalachian Trail yeah. without uh, without preparation without yeah. mental preparation without physical preparation if you want to go on a, a, a 20 mile hike you start off by doing a five mile hike yeah and then you do a 10 mile hike and then you work your way up to that and it's that that level you you've got to have that level of humility to start off with so don't take a brand new guy and do like the triple crown with two billy goats correct Okay. Yeah. Le lesson learned. I, Correct. I wish you'd have told me that before I went out with you. <laughs> was he? All right. So full disclaimer: Was Josh the one in the back throwing up? Like, how did that? How that play out? Yes. Well, <laughs> just just well, get it right well, out. Yeah. Yes. The first thing was, I threw up on the drive in. Yes. Oh, that's not I got good. a little car sick. We okay. were we were we were pulling into where we were going to be parking the vehicle. And he's like, stop the vehicle. Stop. The we didn't we know got, it was gotta, the address, so I had to get out and throw up in this gentleman's front yard. Yeah. Then we got transported to the mountain, and about two hours in, Rocky's in front or behind me. Another guy's in front of us who is an absolute physical specimen. He, he's a mountain goat. <laughs> yeah. And a, I don't want to be the guy that's slowing us down, so I literally stepped off the trail and just start throwing up because we were being pushed <laughs> so physically hard. And Rocky didn't want to leave me. I'm like, dude, just go. Like, I know where you're camping. I'm like, I'll catch up later. <laughs> that's awesome. I think there were two. That was the second moment. I think there was ultimately a third one before I finally made it to camp. Yeah. 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 So don't go with these guys that are like, hey, let's use this as a gut check. I thought <laughs> right. we were on vacation. Right. <laughs> so, so what we've learned in uh, the five, first five minutes of this podcast episode is that uh, Rocky's an animal. Um, and... Tell him that we got to go slow. If I go with him, gotcha. Because uh, I don't want to be the guy throwing up. But but I think there's a lot to be learned there, right? It's like, you know, you talked about the humility with backpacking, but you know, it's that challenge, and you're trying to push yourself. But it's also that humility to know that I'm not there, dude. Like, yeah, I, I can't do it. You right. Know? And, and nature I, will humble you. Yeah. And that's what's helped me. Not to interject, but like, you know, going out there, even when I was at my worst, you know, mentally, emotionally, whatever. You know, being on top of the mountain, and it, you know, it sucked climbing, especially that mountain that day. Mm -hmm. That climb was hard. Um, but when you get to the top, and it's like, okay, it makes sense now. Because my opinion, which doesn't amount to hill beans, because there's people out there struggling, but if you can see it through to the end, I think you'll see the most beautiful version of yourself. And it, the mountain kind of represents that in my mind. Yeah. The, the climb out of the valley is, it's hard. But if you can just keep moving and make it to the top, it'll make sense why. Yeah. And, and I really think that that's part of why, you know, what we do at Frontline Freedom works. And, and just full disclaimer, Rocky is one of our guides. So, um, you know, he's helped us out on a lot of trips and did a lot of our guide trips to teach our other guides how, how to go out and uh, basically keep people alive in the woods overnight that maybe have never gone out before. But, um, 
you know, it really does. I think it, mm -hmm. it fits frontline. It's, you know, you have this mountain in front of you, both metaphorically and physically, yeah. and it's, it's persevering over that mountain. So, I mean, those are, I, I think it's spot on. It's so yeah. it's it's almost poetic in a way. I mean, it really is not in, to in be, an odd way. I yeah. hate to be that guy, sound like right. a chick, but yeah, we're reading Walden in the woods together. It's gonna be it's, great. It's so beautiful. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> I think uh, the um, I think everybody has their their moment when when they start backpacking. They're gonna have a moment where they're gonna be tested. Um, my They'll question themselves. Why yes. am I here? Yes, yeah. and yeah. I had that moment. Oh, gosh, it's been years ago now, but there's a there's a mountain on the AT in Virginia called the Priest, and that's I call it my Priest moment is what it was. <laughs> I just climbed that this last spring. So I, I, I carried a guy's pack. Oh my goodness! It was that trip. Yeah. So I I started at the base of this priest. We had, we had made camp at the base of the mountain and we knew that it was gonna be a, a, rough, a, a rough trip. And it was my first time on the Appalachian Trail. And the two guys I were with, they've bo they were both experienced. And they're like, yeah, you've got this. The most important thing is don't stop. That's, that's it, just don't stop. So, okay, I'll, I'll take their advice. And we started going up this mountain and kickback after kickback. <laughs> it was it was just one of those things where uh, it got harder and oh. harder as as I went up that mountain. And oh, yeah. then my mind started playing these tricks on me, like <laughs> you're you can't make this. You're oh, not going to yeah. be able to make it. Mm -hmm. You're you can, you're not going to make it. And mm -hmm. the next kickback, you're not going to make it. You're you're failing. And it's almost like life, where life constantly beats you down oh, yeah. and beats you down. But then, if I just listen, if when I listen to the advice that they gave me, mm -hmm. just don't stop, just keep going. Yeah. And I get to the top of that mountain, and that's that that priest moment mm -hmm. where I just did that. And it's nice, especially because um, that trip I did in the spring. We actually now I think I probably went the other direction. Because I was looking at the topography of that, and I'm like, I don't want to climb that. Mm -hmm. So I went the other way. So your climb was my descent, mm -hmm. and that descent was rough. I can't imagine going the opposite direction. It probably took us three or four hours just to descend. Mm -hmm. um, and that's his steep terrain. But I think, you know, I'm the same way. Like, I, you know, I think everybody has that in backpacking. We're like, I just need to get away. You're searching for something. At least for me, I was searching for something. I didn't know what it was. And my first trip, like there was something about just being in the woods that I think it just helped. But then my second trip was with you mm -hmm. and uh, our mutual friend. And oh, dude, like physically, I was in such a bad way. But I didn't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Right. I was. Well, I don't have to tell you, I was hurting. Right. Like it was readily apparent. But you know, coming out of that trip, it helped significantly just because having. I guess still not being in a good place, um, it it kind of showed me like, hey, dude, like, yeah, this sucks right now, but you just proved yourself. You can still endure a little bit, and it gave me back a little bit of confidence in myself that I had lost. Um, so that was, like I said, I you know, if more people could see like what it's really about when they're out there, man, it's 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 something. Thanks for listening to this episode of Frontline Freedom Adventure Therapy Podcast. 
If you have a story you'd like to share, send us an email at podcast at frontlinefreedom.org. And if you're looking for more information on Frontline Freedom Adventure Therapy Trips, check out our website at www.frontlinefreedom.org.